All right, this is the Big Kids Show. I am Big Nick, and thank you for kicking it even just for a little bit with us today. I am very excited because we will be playing Draft Day. That's right. I tried to get Kevin Costner and Ivan Reitman here today, but instead I got two of your favorites, Mark and Brian, and the anticipation remains palpable. Thank you, boys and girls. We welcome and we appreciate your applause. All right. As said, we are playing Draft Day, where we will each make one selection in each of five, count them, one, two, three, four, five rounds of drafting. And unlike most fantasy football leagues, we will that use a snake-style draft. We will be sticking to the traditional professional sports drafts, which operates a ladder style, meaning we have drawn at random, for today's draft order, and we will follow that same order for each round. We're going to do a one, two, three style. I like that. One, two, three. Nobody until now will know what order the draft will take. Come on, baby. So today we are drafting the world's greatest team of cereals. That's right. Our greatest team of cereals, and there will be five rounds, and our draft order will be Brian with the first pick. Yeah, number one, baby. I will have the second pick, and Mark, you will have the third and final pick of each round. Is this now, regulation or what? Come on. It was totally at random, my friends. Each cereal can only be selected once, so it's very important to get it right. Now, before we get started, boys, each one of us will be the well, hopefully very proud general manager of their very own serial team. So we need to announce the team names. Brian, Mr. B, what is your team name? Thank you, Nick. My team name, the team of all team, the champions of champions, the champions of breakfast will be called the Cincinnati Spoonman. Spoonman. <laughs> Cue. Had to drop that in there. Cue it. Go. Cue the sound garden. All right. That's that's fairly decent there, Mr. B. <laughs> I will be drafting today for the blueberry stampede. <laughs> that's right. Keep it juicy, baby. We're going to keep it juicy. Keep it juicy. Mark, what is your team name? So this is a special occasion, guys. I mean, you know, <laughs> when you do draft style, it's a big deal. So... I had to pull out the, and here's my team name, Bag of Tricks with an X. <laughs> Boom. Well, bag of Tricks with what? With the X at the end, man. Not, the not your standard end. tricks. It's like the serial tricks, right? We know which way you're That's leaning. How I'm we, we know which way you're leaning, buddy. That's how I'm All rolling. All right. Fascinating. I love the names. And you at home, if you're keeping score at home, you can pick who you want to root for. Let us know who you think won the serial draft. And with that, boys and girls, we let the draft begin. Mr. B, drafting for the Cincinnati Spoonmen, who will you select with not only your number one pick, but the number one overall pick in the 2020 serial draft. The Cincinnati Spoonmen with the number one draft of the 2020 serial draft selects 
Cinnamon Toast Crunch. God. All right. All right. Solid choice. Is it delicious? Yes. Is it sweet? Yes. Does everybody want to eat it? Yes. Is the box small? Yes. Which then causes more <laughs> problems. But Cinnamon Toast Crunch, arguably the greatest cereal known to man. Go. That's why it's number one. I think that has to be one of the unanimous choices. And ironically, I went to uh, name drop Costco, and they had the double jumbo package of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Who can resist that? In case you want to bulk up, you're worried about end times. Yeah, you got to get that. Don't want to run out of the Cinnamon and, Toast and, Crunch. And I know we didn't mention it. The draft is sponsored by Milk, which makes all these cereals delicious, but Cinnamon Toast Crunch, because you can eat that without milk. That's how good it is. True story. Boom. Thanks, Milk. All right. Number That's one an pick. Excellent pick. That's an excellent pick. I think most people will agree with you. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Wonderful pick for the Cincinnati Spoonmen. Next up, we have Blueberry Stampede. And with my first pick in the cereal basketball team draft, look, for your first pick, you really want to draft a superstar, right? You want major players on your team. I only want blue chippers. I only want a blue chipper in the first round. All right, Nick Nolte. Blueberry team. I want a cereal giant. I want the king of all cereals. And you know which one I'm talking about. You're picturing it right now in your minds. It's got the bright yellow box. I am selecting Cheerios with my first round pick. Wow. <laughs> and the crowd goes, uh. It's a blue chipper, baby. It's a blue chipper. Right? Mel Kuyper just a made a weird face. Recruit. Yeah, Mel, Ky- Mel, Mel, Mel Kuyper's going, uh, all right, I get it. Cheerios runs a 4 2 one and it can't be beat. It just can't be stopped. It, everybody knows that Cheerios is the king of all cereals. Until Cinnamon Toast Crunch is on them, and then what are you going to do? All right, with so, that. So, well, I, I got a comment here before we <laughs> go move ahead. on. Because this, this first round is really critical, and just like you said, you want the superstars to to really shine when we talk about this first it's like round. Like my Shaq Neal, like the Shaq O'Neal yeah, of uh Exactly. Cereals. It's it's got to be mammoth. And I think and and here's where we're going to disagree and that's fine. I'm actually this is one of those picks I'm glad you took it, Nick. It actually makes me feel better and opened up <laughs> somebody I didn't think would be available at number 3, but now does fall in the draft to number 3. We're already talking about falling cuz I'm the last pick. It's falling. We'll be talking mm-hmm. about that a lot. So to me I can dig the Cheerios, but it needs a sidecar. If it was oh, a motorcycle, no, would have a sidecar. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> it would have just a sprinkle of raw white sugar over the top of it. And to me, that's a role player, baby. When anytime you need a you need a side piece to go with you to really bring things, <laughs> man, that's a role player. But I approve of your draft pick. Well played, sir. Well played. What a backhanded compliment. Yeah. <laughs> that was what of, I'm here for. You, you, got slapped right, with, with, you got slapped with the back of a spoon on that one there, buddy. Right. With all of that out of the way. Um, Don't spill your milk. Team Bag of Tricks, you are now on the clock with your first round pick in the great serial draft. All right, gentlemen. So, uh, like I said, when we're talking first round picks. We need somebody that's hard-nosed, doesn't fold under the pressure, right? <laughs> doesn't just collapse. 
When pressure is applied, or milk in this case, it doesn't just give in, right? It's got to stand. It's got to withstand the pressure that comes with that. So, with the number three pick in the 2020 Great Serial Draft, I take the captain with his crunch berries. Hmm. Whoa! Hmm. And not just Captain Crunch. This is Captain Crunch Berries. Crunch Berries. <clears throat> Blueberry Stampede. How you feel about that one? Now, here's... And I'm going to piggyback that with... It is the toughest cereal known to man. It's so tough <laughs> that it cuts the roof of your mouth. Every, every time. time. Every time. And you know what? As a kid, you're eating it, and you like the cutting of the mouth because it's, it's, the, it's Captain Crunch, and it's the Crunch Berries. And that cereal, it kicks your ass even while you're eating it. No pain, no gain. That's what's always been interesting to me. What it's a very it's a fine selection. It's a great selection. I like it. I like everything about it. I think it's a bit of a leap, maybe around too early, but hey, watch your mouth. That's just my opinion. And I agree with what Mr. B was saying over there about the tearing of the roof top of your mouth. You eat two or three bowls, you drink down the sugar milk at the end of the of your sit down breakfast and then you sit there and the 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 remainder of the day you spend repairing your mouth <laughs> so you can devour more crunch berries the following day. So that is our first round ladies and gentlemen and the selections in order were team Cincinnati Spoonman select cinnamon toast crunch with the number 1 overall. Oh pick. yeah baby. Blueberry stampede selected the king of all cereals with Cheerios. And coming in third, a box that he did not think would fall to him was the <laughs> captain himself. Captain Crunchberries is selected by Bag of Tricks. And with that, gentlemen, we move on to the second round of our serial draft. And we have Cincinnati Spoonman. You are now on the clock. So looking to develop a team of cereals when you already have the number one pick. How do you add to that? What you do is you go out and you grab yourself a box of, as our number two pick, or the Cincinnati Spoonman, Count Chocula. Ooh, Lock count. it down. Lock it down. It's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> it's a bold strategy, Cotton. You want some chocolate cereal with chocolate marshmallows? Boom. That's what it's got. And the count only had to be able to count to two because he was selected in the second round by the Cincinnati Spoonmen. And now the Blueberry Stampede is on the clock. And with the second round pick for Blueberry Stampede, I will select. Look, when you're putting together your team, okay, you need a chance. Right, You need a champion. You need to have someone that you have seen time and time again when it was necessary to come through and win the big game. And this next serial, we've seen it for years, for decades on every commercial. It is capable of winning and preparing you for any sport, any challenge at any time. And that's because they're great. I'm going with Frosted Flakes as my number two pick in the serial draft. Boom, Tony the Tiger. A, he's a tiger. He runs a 4140 and can chew through a car tire. Boom. Nice pick, buddy. 
Yeah, it's a Thank solid you. choice. Thank you. You can't argue with yeah. that one. I, th- I did think you were going to go with another one as much as you were mentioning champions and all the different things. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, Mary uh, Lou Redden. That's a good one. You know what? I'll give you one uh, quick fun fact on the, uh, the Frosted Flakes. Tony mm-hmm. the Tiger actually competed against three other mascots for the spot as the Frosted Flakes. beat them down. Mascot. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, hey, I got it. What are these other mascots? So <laughs> I got to hear them. We've got, we've got Elmo the Elephant. <laughs> oh. And Newt the New. That's G N U. Uh, so I'm pretty sure they made the right choice with Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Yeah, what is a yeah. Newt the New? Yeah, a new I have no idea. Now, it, there was there new- was Katie the Kangaroo who appeared on boxes for a short bit in the 50s. But uh, but Tony the Tiger quickly outsold and probably outran her, which is probably what you saw at the scouting combine, I which did. is why you selected him when yeah. the second round pick. I, it's understandable. So, Mark, you mentioned when I took the king of all cereals, Cheerios, in the first round. <laughs> that it's it, it requires a bit of a sidecar with a little sprinkling of the sugar on top, right? Just touch. And so here's the thing that I that I immediately think of when I think of frosted flakes. Isn't frosted flakes just really cornflakes with the sugar already sprinkled on top for like the lazy kid that doesn't want to have to sprinkle his own sugar on top? Basically. Or are they just great? <laughs> They're just great. We're thinking we're overthinking right. it. But you know they are great. Yes, I agree. The, Third pick in the second round of the great cereal draft, we have Team Bag of Tricks on the clock. Just so you guys know, I'm not accepting any trade offers yet, but um, there's somebody on the board that I just can't really, I can't bypass. And, and let's be honest here, there's a lot of solid options out there still, right? I mean, this is this is definitely some guys that fell out of the first round, even though I felt like my box fell to me at the end of the first round. Still plenty of options. But when we talk about what we need to build a winning team, there's one piece that you can't coach, and that's luck. <laughs> Sometimes it's the luck of the Irish. You dirty dog. Oh, yeah. And it helps that I'm part Irish. So we're going lucky charms. Oh, and I love the disgust on your faces as I announced that. I Beautiful. had Lucky Charms was next up on my big board. Next yep. up on my big board was Lucky Charms. Top available. Maybe maybe should have been a first-round pick. Uh, probably should have. First-round grade yeah. on, my, on my board. I mean, dude has a lot of marshmallows. You know, he can throw a punch. He's Irish. I mean, it's a win-win. How do you go wrong? The other thing, though, too, is I'm a bit lost at this point. Not in our draft, but with the whole Lucky Charms world, because they keep adding new marshmallows, new colors. You know, I would love maybe that's a show someday where we have to try to recite which ones you get in there. Because I remember when I was just a wee little lad, a wee lad. that there were only like four different colors and four yep. different marshmallows. And then as I grew older into this giant ogre that I now am, Rawr. uh, there are like 20 different kinds of marshmallows. They each have some different kind of color, uh, a signature color and a shape and a shape to them as well. So as that wee little lad that you were, do you remember trying to eat only the marshmallows? It takes a skill of a surgeon with a spoon to just get out the marshmallows and leave the oh so bits just behind. 
pink hearts, yellow stars, purple horseshoes. Purple horseshoes. We remember that because when we were ki- when we were probably ten years old, purple horseshoes was new. That was the new one. I remember that yep. was the new one, and everybody fell in love with purple horseshoes. Pink hearts, blue diamonds, yellow stars. Shoot, that's as far as I can that's go, that, friends. Yeah, that's all I that's got. As far as I can go, I do remember trying to eat only the marshmallows. I, I, I like the, I like dry cereal though too. I, I like to get a mixture of the cereal, the actual cereal, in with the marshmallow milk and everything going on. See, I was an equal opportunity guy. I think you got to get because whatever snuck into the spoon. You, you got to have equal parts non-marshmallow with equal parts marshmallow because otherwise you end up unbalanced at the end. And then no kid wanted to be stuck with all the non-marshmallow and then your parents yelled at you, right? Well, so Because they knew right. what's happening. You didn't grow up with a brother where what you would do is then dump, <laughs> dump the rest of that bowl into your brother's bowl. <laughs> nice nice so i I'll, i was gonna say this one to the end but I, I will drop this on you guys right now i've got a quick trivia and then we can move on i promise to the next round so there was four four heart or four shapes that came originally with the box when it opened in 1964 wow pink hearts yeah. yellow moons, three of them. orange stars and green clovers so pink what? yellow orange what? and green that's initially when the, it's, when the it's, cereal it's six, first. How many launched. years ago? Sixty-four. Nineteen sixty-four. So, what's the only marshmallow that remains today out of those four? Pink diamonds. Say them pink, again. I'm going to go with pink diamonds. Pink hearts. Oh, yellow moons. Orange stars hearts. and green clovers. It's pink hearts. No green clovers. Clover. Nope. It's pink hearts. Nick, because when we were Nick children, I would I got almost the, my way through the four of them. It was pink hearts. Yellow stars, blue diamonds, purple horseshoes. But what was the? There was a fourth regular standard. Yeah, he just said it. There was no. blue moons. There was rainbows. My there was goodness, leprechaun son. hats. There was a lot of different ones they yeah. cycled through. But All right, that's for another show and anyway, another time. Get your marshmallows. So a reminder together. of the second round will be for Cincinnati Spoonman chose Count Chocula. And the Blueberry Stampede selected Frosted Flakes. And Bag of Tricks selected Lucky Charms. This brings us to the third round, gentlemen. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's play fair here. Let's, uh, let's make, keep it a clean fight, as they say. We have selecting first in the third round, the Cincinnati Spoonman. So as we're trying to fill... We're tr- yes, we're trying to fill... I'll call in with a trade offer. I, I will counter that offer with no trade. Okay. Because as number three, we're trying to solidify a team, and we got to have guys that can back up Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Count Chocula. Very hard to do. But what you go with is somebody that is delicious and solid and everybody wants to eat. So Cincinnati Spoonman with our third pick takes Cookie Crisp. Put it on the board. Cookie Crisp, a solid pick, a solid pick. A cereal made completely out of cookies. Do you want to eat cookies for breakfast? I do. Is there anybody else, though, that wondered what those chocolate chips were really made out of? No, you just ate them. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to wonder what those marshmallows are made of? I'm just glad there was no rodents that snuck into the uh, cookie factory and let. You know, left All I hear is jealousy in your tone. 
That was a little jealousy. That's a good pick. Solid pick. Solid pick. Didn't have it on my big board, um, but that doesn't mean that it's not a solid pick. It certainly is a um, uh, a people's favorite. The people love the cookie crisp. So now with the third pick for blueberry stampede. Sometimes when you identify a true champion, <laughs> someone that just squashes the competition, squashes their opponents, embarrasses them. I mean, I'm, we're talking about when you see a true champion, they make it so that their their opponents' families don't want anything to do with the opponent. They, they, they're disgraced by how bad you beat them. And I keep going back to the, the king of all cereals is Cheerios. So when you see that talent, when you identify that talent, what do you do? You look to the family tree, my friend, and you find the next oh best thing. So oh I'm bringing in the cousin, the big, bad, sweet cousin of the king of all cereals. And I'm drafting Honey Nut Cheerios as my third pick. Quality, quality pick. The kid is fast, delicious. You can eat him all day long. I don't even know how you top him. I think he's maybe better than the dad, but boom. Good pick, good sir. A little surprising it was still on the board. I was a little surprised. From the uh, from one of our great philosophers of our time, I'll call it this. Not only good tasting, but good for you. <laughs> I lowered my cholesterol. <laughs> so obviously Nick Solid is, pick. Nick's team is sponsored by Cheerios. The one thing he's yeah, exactly. you know, but he's he's keeping it in the family, the Cheerios family. Hey, hey, I know what I'm doing. I know hey, how to select great, this team. Great pick. That's a that's a great solid offensive lineman. You're good. Thank you, thank you. And with that, we now have bag of tricks. You are on the clock. All right, still, still a lot of solid options out there. I mean, you know, it's um, it's a wide open board. I mean, I think I think that really speaks to the depth of the draft. I it's mean, when deep, you look at it's a deep year, Mark. It's a deep year. It's a real deep, real deep. I think um, you know, th- there's a lot of different ways you could go with this. Um, you know, but but the way I'm going to look at it is 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 like this. Sometimes you got to look your teammates in the eye and you got to say. You can, two can, Fruit Loops. Fruity Loops, ladies and gentlemen, that's the pick. Two can, Sam. I mean, you know, it, it's one of those fruit things loops. where it's just Fruit Loops. Who who doesn't? It is like just Fruit Loops. Some fruit either. in their cereal. I know it's just Fruit Loops. It's people like fruit in their cereal. You get the fruit, you get the sweet, you get the crunch. It's a winner. It's a winner. I want to chime in here, Marky Mark, because look, I, on my big board, I certainly had a third round grade on Fruit Loops, but that is no disrespect to you, no disrespect to Fruit Loops or your team or Toucan Sam, because this is a draft that you both mentioned is so deep. A lot of talent deep. in this draft where we have. We have cereals in the third round that have first-round grades on them. It's like we've never seen before. So I think that's an excellent pick. So rounding out the third round of the cereal draft, we have Cookie Crisp going to Cincinnati Spoonmen. We have Honey Nut Cheerios going to Blueberry Stampede. And Big Bag of Tricks, well, they selected... Fruit Loops with the third pick. That brings us, gentlemen, to the fourth round. And 
Nick, the fourth round is where teams are developed. The first three rounds are for show. The last two rounds are where you really get it done. It's for dough. And so when the Cincinnati Spoonmen are looking at the draft board and they're like, all right, for fourth round pick, what, what do we got to go with here? You got to go with an all-around classic. You got to go around with a, a just a true champion of the field for the fourth pick, or excuse me, the fourth round pick for the Cincinnati Spoonmen, Golden Grams. Lock it in. Well, that's a golden pick for sure. Golden Grams. I got to be honest, did not have it on my big board at all. Not on not. the big board. Do you I even might have been a reach? Do you even know about cereal? <laughs> I know a lot about cereal, but I think that my scouts didn't make it out to that area, was unable to see Golden Grams perform. Uh, I'm really interested to see what this kid can bring to the team. Uh, Could have easily got him in the fifth round, though. I mean, you know, de- I, I de- think that was de- a stretch. Deliciousness. Uh, it doesn't get soggy. I'm not sure what you're looking for. Uh, well, but but flavor sometimes is uh, in the eye of the beholder. And uh, I think you had somebody else taste test that one for you. All right. I think you could have traded back and still got golden grams. I maybe. maybe. I, 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 the phone was ringing. Yeah. All right. Let's just move on because I'm going with Golden Graham. <laughs> They're a solid pick. They're a solid pick for our team. Like I said, because this is only five rounds, Blueberry Stampede is really only looking at the blue chippers in this draft. I want the elite of the elite. And one thing that I noticed when I look at my team that I filled out so perfectly so far <laughs> is that it's got a lot of O's. I got a lot of O's. What I need on this team Baby, I need some space eaters. I need somebody to get in there and clog up that paint a little bit. I need something a little bigger than those O's. And guess what I'm going with? Oh, yeah, you know what I'm going to pick. It's another yellow box. But cereals were made to go in yellow boxes. That's why we are going with honeycomb. All the honeycombs with the fourth round pick for Blueberry Stampede. It's hard to argue with. I definitely would have given that a third round grade or fourth, probably a third round grade. So to get it in the fourth, you know, that that's a good, it's a good get. And it is good. It's it's a delicious, tasty pick if you eat it in said time. You let it sit for a few minutes. Now you got a mush. So you know you got to yeah. you got to really work with honeycomb in a window of three to five minutes. Fatigue can set in quickly. Yeah. I mean, I mean you know, I milk mean, fatigue is a real yeah, thing. I mean, it's, so. it's not, it's not a, he's not going to run a mile for you. He can run a couple sprints, but he's about, after that, he's done. What the two of you other GMs are failing to recognize is the continuity that has been established immediately with this team, right? We have two O's and we have two honeys already on the team continuity. It's about teamwork. And that's what we are building here at Blueberry Stampede. And with that, we have big bag of tricks on the clock for the fourth round pick. All right. So, uh, you know, when you're, when you're looking to build a team, I know you mentioned you got a lot of O's there, Nick, but, uh, man, this is tough. I, uh, I've got another O in my sight, but I've also got another key piece of the team that, that might have to get built. Uh, but fatigue is an issue with, uh, with that one. Mm. I don't want to have much time on the clock here. I'm going to have to make a decision. Yeah, it's, it's getting close. You're down a couple seconds. 
Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, you know what? All right, the pick is in. The pick is in. All right, so, you know, I'm afraid of this one getting scooped up, so I think I'm going to have to go this route. Um, You know, I think... I've got some some big heavy hitters. I've got the uh, the abominable Crunch Man, the the lucky lucky charm, you know, luck of the Irish. Um, but I need I need a point man. I need somebody who can really run the point, keep things together, keep the offense going. Um, fatigue's an issue, but we're just gonna have to manage this time. So uh, you know, I'm gonna go Fruity Pebbles. Fruity Pebbles, probably one of the most delicious yet controversial cereals out there because I know there's a lot of people that are not fans, but uh, but once that fruitiness, you know, and you're right, fatigue is a big thing. Once it sits, it is a big thing. It's that sits about two minutes, you got mush. But uh, cavemen ate it, so it's pretty good. I mean, Fred Barney Rubble, what do you want? I mean, they they rocked it. And they're tough. I mean, if we if we evolve from cavemen to where we're at now, pretty sure Fruity Loops had something to do with it. Boom. I'm a little surprised at that pick. Not because I, I get the flavor that you're building with your team here, Bag of Tricks. I totally get it. I see a lot of fruit going into the, the thought process. As you There's both mentioned, durability is an issue with this player. And the thing that I do not like is that They've never played a complete season, never completed a full season. Uh, yeah, there are they have severe hey, durability Nick, issues they, here. They've completed a full season in my house, buddy. I hope that your staff has really looked at the medicals on this selection because he, there are some questions, some red flags. You know, he's got an injury history, but I think, you know, you got to think about it. When you're getting to the fourth round, you got to think about somebody you can maximize the talent when they're available and when they're producing at their top. So that's what this pick is about. To me, solid pick. Mark, your team's looking good. Thank you, sir. Good job, buddy. All right, just to recap, we have completed four rounds of the serial draft. And gentlemen, if you will bear with me and give me your patience here, I will go through each of the four rounds very quickly. In the first round, we have... Cincinnati Spoonman selected Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Next up, Blueberry Stampede with Cheerios. And then we have Big Bag of Tricks with the selection of Captain Crunch Berries. Let's take you through the second, third, and fourth rounds of the selections by Cincinnati Spoonman. We have Count Chocula. We have Cookie Crisp. And then Golden Grams. Sounds good to me. I mean, that just looks like a solid team. I mean, I'm eating breakfast for days right now. Next with the Blueberry Stampede, we have Frosted Flakes, Honey Nut Cheerios, and Honey Comb. And then with Big Bag of Tricks for the second, third, and fourth round of the cereal draft, their selections are as follows. Lucky Charms, because they're magically delicious. And we have Fruit Loops, and then followed up by Fruity Pebbles. And that, gentlemen, will bring us to our fifth and our final round in this year's cereal draft. Give me some milk. That's all I got to say. That team, did you hear that team? 
Sounds all stars. Sounded a little fruity to me, but you know, whatever. So moving on to the fifth round, the Cincinnati Spoonmen were like, how do you round out the fifth round? Well, you round it out with toughness and you've rounded out with someone that you just know could get the job done. So with the fifth round pick, Cincinnati Spoonman take Mr. T cereal. Wow. I pitted a fool. fool. You want dark horse. You you want a cereal that can take a block, maybe taste delicious, maybe also beat you up. That's the cereal you got. I pitied the fool. Yeah. I pitied the fool that just ate my cereal. Mr. T cereal, go. Man, that's a good pick. That that is the sleeper that would put people in a sleep hold. I mean, that's that's quality quality stuff. So one thing that I do not appreciate here is it's obviously that you've been copying off of my paper. As we can see here, the team that is built by champions is a team that consists of a lot of yellow boxes. And that is what you did here, my friend. You went with an inferior cereal that has dressed itself in a champion's box, a yellow box. I disagree with the pick. I don't think it's a good pick. I actually think you could have picked it up as a free agent after the draft. It's a bit of a reach. It's a bit of a reach, but hey, it's it's the fifth round, and that's where people take chances. I will applaud you for the chances. This is a situation where we have a high ceiling, low floor pick. Um, I, I would like to see what this cereal can do. You hear that, Nick? That's Mr. T knocking at your door, and he is not too happy. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm running out the back door. Thank you, Mark. Mr. T serial pick, maybe the best pick of the draft. Sleeper. He might be the dark horse. Yeah, and and at the minimum, he's got a bunch of gold chains. He tastes delicious, and... it's just it's Mr. T. I mean, do, what you else? Don't say anything more. Yeah, what else do you say besides Mr. T? I mean, the only thing that would top it if there was a Chuck Norris cereal. Boom. All right. With that said, gentlemen, with the fifth and final pick for Team Blueberry Stampede, this is very tough. This is very tough for me because what I I stand up here at this podium and when I look around. I just see a lot of great faces out in the crowd, a lot of players, key players that are deserving to be on any one of these three great teams that stand before you. And it it breaks my heart that I can't take all of you with me, that I cannot bring all of you with me. But what I am going to do is I'm going to have to select the best cereal that remains and you all know what it is. I don't even have to say it, but I will. I will. It's called Raisin Bran Crunch. Say it, Ainsley. Say it, Raisin Bran Crunch. I needed to add a little crunch to this team and needed to add a little Nick. fruit to the team. Those were the two things that were missing. This one will surprise you time and time again. All right? This one surprise will surprise the word you time use. and time again. You're going to love this one, and it rounds out this team nicely, very nicely. It's a fine selection. Hold your applause. I will hold all the applause because I think that's an awful <laughs> choice. <laughs> I think that's an awful choice. I'll respect your decision to make it, but... I had a third-round grade on Raisin Bran Crunch. Third-round grade? You could have picked him up in the trash heap. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like so, when we would buy those those multi boxes of little cereals, the raisin <laughs> brand was the one that we got thrown away. This is raisin brand, raisin brand crunch. Don't try okay? to don't try to church it don't, up the crunch. It's, it's still raisin yeah. brand. Don't it's sprinkle the, the whole, crunch in there. Hulked up version of raisin brand. No, 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 no. Version. no. Brian had it right when you bought the ten pack of cereal, the Boom. little individual boxes. Raisin, raisin brand, brand was always the one you pawned on your sibling. It yes. didn't come in the ten pack. They didn't put. It was too good to go in the ten pack. <laughs> Whatever you got. Mel Kiper just fell out of his chair. Yeah. <laughs> Even Tony, Tony the Tiger just left your team. Yeah. <laughs> Demanded hey. a trade. Your number one overall pick is not signing his contract. Yeah. <laughs> Mister Cherio is shaking his head, going, "What did you do? That's a that's a horrible choice." All right. So um, hang on, but hang on, Nick. But hey, hey, Nick, as being the guy that, that drafted right in front of me, I probably would call you and say, um, Thank you. Hey, great. Solid pick. Yeah. Good and, pick. All right. Good and pick. you know what? Nick, your team at least is going to have solid digestion health. Yes. <laughs> they will be healthy. Because that's what we look for <laughs> in a good team of cereals. You won't be backed up. <laughs> yeah. Push the poop out. All right. And with the final pick in this year's serial draft on the board, we have <sighs> Team Big Bag of Tricks. And here we go. Mr. Mark, let us know your pick. With the final pick of the 2020 serial draft, Bag of Tricks selects Applejacks. Sometimes you can't get enough O's on your team. And, uh, you know, it's almost who I picked. I didn't know if he'd be around in in round five, but I I went on a chance. He was going to be my fourth round pick. So, Mark, I had had him seated as a a top tier pick. Yeah, Apple Jacks is is, is good. And it's one of those cereals. You you hear Apple Jacks. You hear Apple on a cereal. You're like, how do they do that? How do they make a cereal taste like Apple? And the way they do it, folks, it doesn't really taste like apples at all. It's, it's just delicious. It's just delicious. Yes, quality pick. I uh, I think Apple Jacks is going to really round out your team. It's going to bring in a championship. It easily will stomp all over the Raisin brand, so not a problem there. Um, yeah, wow. The only problem Apple Jacks have to deal with is Mr. T cereal, just talking about pitying the fool, but... I don't know how he's going to handle them in the paint. I mean, it's going to be tough. Yeah, you, yeah. you really picked a solid fifth rounder there, yeah. so... I like the Apple Jacks. It holds up under pressure. Never been a problem. Very flavorful. Love the crunch. Love the color. Love the box. Everything about it is fantastic. And to be honest with you, I had this as a complete 50-50 tie with Raisin Brand Crunch and had to do a coin flip here in the war room, in the Blueberry Stampede war room. There was a coin flip and a fist fight that went down, and we went with Raisin Brand Crunch instead, just a slight hair above Apple Jacks. But I think it's a fine pick, Marky Mark. I love the pick. I think it really rounds out your interesting team very nicely so with the fifth and final round in this year's serial draft we have the cincinnati spoonmen selected i can't find your selection cincinnati spoonmen you selected mr t cereal there we go and blueberry stampede selected raisin bran crunch and we have bag of tricks with the selection of apple jacks gentlemen this concludes the 2020 
serial basketball team draft. All of the teams look very impressive. I can tell it's going to be a highly competitive year. Good luck, gentlemen. I think, uh, you know, I'd be curious to hear everybody weigh in what, uh, what our listeners thoughts are on, you know, who won this draft, but, uh, but I think we all know the reality. I think bag of tricks has got it in the bag. Well, it's in the bag, baby. Yeah. Before we leave and before we wrap everything up, gentlemen, I would like to have a bit of a round table discussion. You know, we will all want to fill out our teams with a sixth man, a sixth and final member of this team. We will not do so much a draft style for that. I think we should have a discussion first and talk about some of the remaining key players on your board and why they are on your board. And then we should, we will go through and make our sixth and final pick. And uh, we should also bring up our, who is the least favorite out of all the picks? Who is Mr. Nasty out there? The worst. The one that nobody wants. Look at your board. Look at your big board and tell us. We'll start with Mark. Mr. Mark, representing GM of Bag of Tricks. Take us through who are some considerations for your sixth man. So this is this made round five tough. Uh, I had one in particular that really popped out that you know I almost had to go with in the fifth round, and it was a little painful to pass. And I think there's some childhood memories that I look back in fondness of. Um, but I think Honey Smacks has to be considered oh, nice. a solid choice because a there's no other cereal except for uh, the one other competitor that's exactly the same cereal with a different name um, that competes with Honey Smacks. It's, it's literally its own, its own animal. Um, so but, I think Honey Smacks plus deserves some credit in the cereal game. There's enough sugar in Honey Smacks to kill a donkey. So funny you mentioned <laughs> that, actually. On the box. <laughs> so, so funny that you mentioned that. Um, so I will just throw this out here. Uh, Hit me. There is actually as much sugar in a serving of Honey Smack cereal as there is in a glazed donut at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> so just a little fun fact, and that's probably why it's so delicious. Yeah, so that, that's you why know. it tastes like you're basically eating a donut in milk. So if there's no disputes here, we're going to say that Bag of Tricks can have Golden Smacks, Sugar Smacks? Sugar Smacks. Honey With, Smacks. God, we're way Honey off. Smacks. Smacks. Too much to, everybody needs to log off and get some cereal. I can't help it. It's not even on my big board. Yeah, it's not on my board either. Not on my big board. Oh, All right. Was. Okay. Cincinnati Spoonman, take us through the thought, thought process of your sixth man. So when I think of cereal, I think of eight-year-old me. And eight-year-old me likes to get all the cereal boxes out and make a fort around the bowl so I don't have to look at my brother. So I make a, a you know, a fort. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? A barrier between yeah. you and yeah. the ugly yeah. brother. Yeah, yes. you have a little barrier. So the cereal that I wanted to eat, not only because it was delicious, but because it had awesome stuff on the back of the box. I think that's what's missed is, as a kid, I always wanted to read the back of the cereal box, whether it was like a game or like a little puzzle. 
And my my sixth man award goes to Ninja Turtle cereal. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. So, is it made out of real turtles? Yes. Yeah, so let me hit you with some knowledge. So Ninja Turtle cereal is basically rice checks with a bunch of marshmallows. <laughs> so it's rice checks with a bunch of marshmallows. And I was like, turtle right. marshmallows, I yeah, assume. Yeah. And made out of real turtles. Um, but it was, again, a choice of my young eight-year-old brain. That's my sixth man. And that's still the brain that he has to this day, ladies and gentlemen. For my uh, sixth man, I would put uh, – this This is problematic for me because I got like three that I, I think are all kind of equal. All right? I, Whittle kicks. it down, buddy. Does everybody remember kicks? Yeah. I do. So actually – I also and, like uh, pops. And Nick, as you bring it up, so as we're discussing – I had the same discussion with my wife. She thought Kix should be a number one draft pick. Wow. Kix is an interesting cereal because it's one that you think that you see the commercial. I re- and I remember living this exact experience. I saw the commercial and I'm like, wow, these kids look really happy. I bought some Kix, not with my own money. And <laughs> I had my first bowl and I thought, well, there's a whole lot of nothing going on here. Yeah, that tastes like yeah. crap cereal. And then I had Pretty my second bland. bowl. Kicks isn't an, an acquired taste, but once you acquire that taste, man, is that a powerful cereal? What do There's they say? something they say, about it. Like people that love it really love it. Well, they say what kid tested, parent approved. Yeah, I'm sorry, but when that's the slogan for your cereal, not gonna work. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want marshmallows in my cereal when I'm an eight year old kid. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I will I will keep kicks out of it. The next one that I put up for consideration was pops. The rocks of cereal. Basically, I, I'm pretty sure Pops was, uh, it, it was tasty, but it, it wasn't one of those that kind of, it and milk didn't get along too well if it sat too long. You had too. about 30 seconds to eat it. Yeah. See, I mean, I it, think it, tasty. It was tasty cereal. What we're missing is the prime time for each one of these players. You know, some running backs get better every time they get the ball. You got and you got to feed them. You got to give them the ball a lot. <laughs> we have players like Allen Iverson who need to shoot the ball 50 times a game to hit 12 shots. What what I'm talking about here is there is a time limit. There's a specific time. There's a window. With the milk and cereal yeah, pop, process. Yeah, Pops had 30 seconds. And what, But what I'm saying is when you take that into a factor and into play there, there are some that when you can maximize, you don't have to gobble up the cereal right away. You don't have to wait 10 minutes and then eat it once it's all soggy. There's somewhere in the middle where magic happens, where it's the proper time for the cereal to be sitting in the milk and that window is different for each one of these players. Now, that window for Pops, if you can hit it at that window, well, that's like the perfect relief pitcher to come in in the middle of the fifth inning and drive you home to a win because there is a good window with Pops, and, and, and it's fantastic. Now, playing along the same theme here as the team, the team of champions that I already built, I have... Uh. Apple cinnamon Cheerios, cinnamon apple. That's actually cinnamon. a good choice. That's a good Those one, right? 
Yeah, those are that's tasty. A, that's a that's a forgotten cereal. I feel it like. is. I feel like that's a forgotten one. They've got a few different variations that they're putting out now too. But I just want to stress because I think you brought up a good point, Nick. I mean, all of these have their own life cycle when it when it touches right. milk, right? So let's go back to the first round pick that bag of tricks selected, and let's realize that the king of prime <laughs> is is Captain Crunchberry. So you're right. Let's not mistake the fact. Yeah, Captain Crunchberry can sit in the milk for like 45 minutes and days, <laughs> days. You can pour you can pour that cereal into the milk. You could go to work. You can come home. And you have a delicious bowl of cereal. So <laughs> Actually, Mark, the milk will spoil before the cereal right. will. I was going to exactly. say the milk will curd before the cereal goes soft. <laughs> so you're right. You have the uh, Newt Rockney of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you need a starter to go nine innings, it's without a doubt Captain Crunchberry. I feel like Captain Crunchberry was, they make the cereal in the cereal making machine and it all gets loaded onto the conveyor belt instead of it going directly into the bag, which goes into the box. Instead, they just let the conveyor belt spill the cereal onto the floor, <laughs> let it sit there for three to five months, s- sweep it up, and then put it in and box. then box it. Yeah. And, ship and it then it cut a guy's hand as he's yeah. putting it into the box. I, I think I tasted a little bit of floor wax on the last one. Yeah. All right. So, so Nick, I know you mentioned this before. Worst cereals. We got to hit those, buddy. Yeah, we got to hit those. We're, we're kind of up against it here. Worst cereal selected or worst cereal <laughs> like in the existence of cereal? I think. Each one of us fire away one worse cereal. Not selected of all time. Of all time. So I'll go first. Well, I will even re- I'll go, volunteer fi- myself. Yeah, go ahead. Fire away, Mark. So, and I have to preface this. I did not pick this while we recorded this podcast. This was a previously selected option that I don't even have to think twice about the name it's, when this question comes up. It's that bad. It's Raisin Bran. Uh, that has to be the worst cereal I've ever tasted in my entire and, life. And, and and Nick's fifth pick. So, so and, <laughs> to and, be honest with you, Raisin Bran to me is the cereal that your doctor tells you that you have to be on to help, no, so, so, help keep yourself in good standing so, health-wise. So, Mark, Raisin Bran was a cereal that my grandparents made me eat. Yes. And so, did you enjoy a single bite of that raisin brand? No, because there was raisins yeah. in it. Yeah. Who, so, who so he, likes raisins? The only thing I can think is that maybe Nick is a 90-year-old man in a young man's body, or we both just have really good taste in cereals. I'll go with the latter. Yeah. Sorry, Nick. Sorry, Nick. Nothing against your fifth-round pick, but I had like a 20th round grade on Raisin Bran. (laughs) Okay. First of all, this is terrible because that was not my fifth round pick. I selected Raisin Bran Crunch, which I Anybody in that family. Anybody in that family. up a hawked up version of Raisin Bran. And okay. Hulk up a loser, Nick. Whatever you got to tell yourself. All right. So my, my worst cereal of the world. Grape nuts. Oh, solid. And I remember like the first time I was at, I think it was my, again, my grandparents' house. They're like, we got some cereal. And I was like, sweet. I thought it was going to be like cinnamon toast crunch. And they're like, grape nuts. 
And I was like, it's a bunch of ball- I gotta go. <laughs> it's a bunch of balls of bran poured in milk, and it tasted like crap. And I remember uh, my grandma yeah, got really my grandma got really mad at me because she was like, you didn't finish your cereal. I was like, because it tastes like crap. <laughs> You're like, when are you gonna pour the marshmallows? Yeah, like where's where's the sh- where's the sugar? You know, now again, I had a sugar problem probably, but grape nuts is my vote. Nick, hit me with yours. Okay, so. All right, I, and actually, you, Nick's so frazzled. You, you, by yeah, the, you, your so your worst is probably our favorite. So you know, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm angry. It's like after this draft, I want to sit here and I want to do the Bill Belichick press conference where mm-hmm. I'm just mean to everybody, and I have a terrible face on my face. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> so my my immediate thought for worst cereal ever would be. Any cereal that comes in a bag, remember the oh, like go, the generic brands. The, yeah, when you're when you're a kid yeah. and you're going down the aisle and you have very little control over what goes into the cart. What is the finished product? The final product of what we are bringing home. Sometimes mom wants to listen to your, you know, your whining and your crying and the and the cereals that you want and sometimes dad doesn't want to who knows we don't know what's going on it's chaotic in that cereal aisle and you are relying on the person with the pocketbook or the wallet for the final selection and you sit there and as you go down the aisle the bag cereals were always on the top left at the very end of the aisle and the further we went down that aisle i just prayed louder and louder to god that we that my Parents would not select a bagged cereal because they were always horrible. But what you gentlemen are looking for here is a name brand, is a household name. So I can't just say any cereal that comes in a bag. I'm going to go with Cocoa Krispies as a cereal that I find to be disgusting. Now, I agree with that. What? There are many. Well, you're a chocolate man. I don't, you yeah, and you already pointed out that you have a you have a sugar problem. So I don't know that you get to weigh <laughs> in here. Have you and ever had Cocoa Krispies? Yes, I have, and that's why it's my selection for the worst. So cereal. I have I have Cocoa Krispies in my cabinet right now. Well, this is okay, the guy that picked Raisin Bran is his fifth round. Pick. Oh yeah, I, for, I, I forgot about I that. I picked Raisin Bran Crunch, and then <laughs> <laughs> let's talk. Let's let's take this out a step further. You want to say that I selected Raisin Bran Crunch and therefore I should not have an opinion in this matter. Let's keep in mind that Mr. B selected a cereal based off of the size of the box because he needed a box big enough to hide him from the bulbous, disgusting head that was his brother that was sitting across from him at the breakfast table. (laughs) Well played, sir. Well played. And he that had nothing to do with taste or nutrition or anything. It was just, can I find a box large enough to to hide me from this disgusting individual sitting across from me that has a head the size of a hot air balloon? Yes. So, so I got to take it back because so not to to downplay your cocoa crispies, but I think you know we probably need to walk it back to the bag cereal conversation that you started, yes, Nick, because I think. Do. Let's talk through the experience of a child and us as kids as we go through the cereal aisle 
And we see all of these wonderfully bright colors. And, you know, like we mentioned, Apple Jacks, it's probably one of the only bright green boxes. Things are popping out. You got characters. You see the Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which was the number one overall pick, which I still think was deserved of the number one overall pick. And you say, Mom, I want the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And she says, Okay, well, we'll pick it up down here. And then you go a little further down the aisle, and then she picks up a bag of little pieces that somebody cut out of cardboard. And, then puts <laughs> and it's, called, it's, called, it's called cinnamon fun squares. <laughs> right, exactly. or, or cinnamon toasties. Yeah. And they are not fun. No. They are not fun at all. Well, and, well so go ahead, Nick. Here's Sorry. the other thing. I, I want to say this in, in defense of Cocoa Krispies. Okay. Because I did not allow myself to select a bagged cereal because that would be my selection. Anything that comes in a bag would be worse, the worst cereal ever. It could have qualified in, for the in room. defense of Cocoa Krispies. The cereal aisle is big. It's vast, right, my friends? It is vast. There's so many selections out there. There are many cereals that have looked more disgusting to me that I never even bothered to try. So in all fairness, I want to point out that Cocoa Krispies, I think, is the worst cereal, but it's it's the worst one that I've ever tried. There's dozens Fair that statement. I didn't that I didn't even pull off the shelf because I knew bad choice, bad choice. So, agreed. And, and sometimes you have to think of so. There's our version now versus ten year old version of us, right? As we think of cereals, so. Like to me, cinnamon toast crunch is still relevant. But like as a kid, when I was eight years old, not only did I look at the box, I looked at the toy inside. Ooh. And I think that's something that is missed because I think multiple times I picked the crappiest, nastiest cereal because it said that there was some fancy toy inside and it was always garbage. But I mean, me and my brother would be like, oh, my God, there's a toy inside. We have to have this cereal. And it would be like, you might might as well have been crap cereal. It didn't even matter what the name was because that's what we would pick because of the toy. So so let me ask you guys this then. So what do you think was the first cereal to offer a box prize or toy? It had to have been. And I'll give you one hint. Okay. It was not selected in this draft. I'm going to go with Special K. Special K. Okay. What do you got, Nick? Life. Life, Life. cereal. Hmm. Noble attempts, but they fall short. It was cornflakes in 1909. Wow. Yeah, they're one of the oldest cereals. Yeah. I mean, I think, Nick, you were around then, right? Well, okay. (laughs) While we're at it. Since we're gonna, since we're gonna dig a bit. <laughs> First of all, Mister B, if you are selecting a cereal at any age because of the toy that comes inside of the box, you are selecting for the wrong reasons. But, you have no business being involved in the cereal selection <laughs> process. None. Cereal selection None committee. But hang on, all of your credibility, you have no integrity. I, you can be easily bribed. You can't be trusted. Okay. Well, let me let me throw out one more thing because we're on this cornflakes kick. So, who knows why cornflakes was even invented? And it was invented by the physician 
Dr. John Harvey Kellogg. My right? guess is it's probably it's probably a mistake. 1894. Yeah. So it's going way back. It Nick, was a it was a matter guess? of here's my guess. It would be a matter of storing the ability to store something longer, preserve something to begin consumed at another time would be my guess. Yeah. That would have been my guess. But that is not the truth. Do you want to hear the cold hard truth? It was invented to discourage masturbation. There you go, Nick. That's why you like it. So it was a dietary plan for his patients at the Black Creek Sanitarium, which I'm sure everybody's familiar with. But literally, he thought spicy foods increased sexual desire and prescribed his patients a diet of bland <laughs> foods. So there you go. When you have cornflakes, it's going to help control the urges, basically. There you go, Nick. It, it makes sense about your... Uh desire for uh spicy stuff on your pizzas so ooh. all right let's not get into it too much because if you're going to select a cereal based off of a magic decoder ring that might be inside <laughs> you might as well just pick up a box of cracker jack and dump milk all over top of it my friend no, and, i'm pretty sure no that's, uh, that's honey no snacks. integrity and and nick i agree with you i i i'm i'm, I'm again referencing a younger version of myself where me and my brothers would walk down the aisle with my mom and pick out cereals based off stupid toys. Obviously, as an adult version of myself, I do not look at the toys. All right. I can see that it's getting nasty here in the war room, ladies and gentlemen. We thank you for joining us with the 2020 cereal draft. This is the Big Kids signing off. Thank you, guys, and have a good night.